everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast sponsored by BetSafe Colorado, co.betsafe.com. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman joined by my cohort Parker Gabriel. And we are out here in Dove Valley previewing the Broncos week 10 matchup against the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. Coming off the Broncos week nine bye. We will talk about containing Derrick Henry as the run game has been the kryptonite for the Denver D so far. Can the offense carry some momentum from their win over Jacksonville and London into this week? And then also close the show with some predictions here on the First in Orange podcast sponsored by BetSafe Colorado. So let's just start off with the matchup of the week, Parker. It's obviously King Henry, Derrick Henry against the Broncos defense. Broncos defense has been pretty good, highly ranked in most categories, first in the red zone, but 21st in the NFL giving up 122.6 yards a game on the ground. Derrick Henry is on quite a heater, as you put it on Twitter, Yeah, uh, coming into this game. And, of course, Titans coming off a tough loss in overtime to the Chiefs. A little extra motivation, but maybe uh, the Broncos will hope Henry's legs aren't completely under him, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's about the only way to slow him down at this point. And that's not just a Denver thing. That's been, that's been everybody, um, especially over the last five or six weeks. Uh, he's obviously really good. He's probably the best back, the biggest challenge uh, in the NFL in terms of running backs. Uh, Denver, you know, when they've struggled against the run, I guess is the best way to put it, they've really struggled, right? There's been some games, like against San Francisco, they did a good job. Um, but Josh Jacobs with Las Vegas ran right over him. Travis Etienne in London ran right over him, 154 yards in the touchdown. Uh, pretty much diametric opposites on the size spectrum between – Etienne and what he was uh, for Jacksonville and London and, and what you get with Derrick Henry. So, yeah, it's it's a big challenge. And it's one I think, you know, the guys on the Denver defense today in the locker room, they, they talked about sort of embracing that challenge. But it's one thing to uh, be excited about the challenge, and then it's another thing to, to get that guy to the ground on a regular basis. And then you got a question mark at quarterback, right, for the right. Titans. Is it going to be Malik or will Tannehill come back? So with that question mark, you know the Titans are probably going to lean heavily on the run game, and it's going to be on the Denver defense to stop it. Now, at inside linebacker, is it really going to be on Josie Jewell especially to, to captain that? Um, and with some uh, some guys filling in here in the first game without Bradley Chubb at outside linebacker as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's got to be Jewell. And I think, you know, it, Alex Singleton obviously has played a lot for this team and played well. Yep. It's a game where you'd like to think a little bit of a bigger guy like Jonas Griffith. Um, you know, maybe just a little bit more physical. And they've been um, kind of going back and forth, yeah, right? Yeah, they have. Yeah. They have. And that's been a good – I mean, you know, Josie has missed some time, obviously, with different injury things this year. Um, but this is the type of game where you need all three of those guys in the middle of the field, and you need them to be uh, in the right spot, you know, gap sound, assignment sound, all of that. And then sort of like you said, um, you need the guys on the edge who are filling in for Bradley Chubb, whether that's – Jonathan Cooper, whether that's Nick Benito, who obviously is a little bit undersized as an edge guy uh, and also a rookie, whether that's Jonathan Kongbo um, or, or the new guy, Jacob Martin, who's a little bit of a, a bigger guy, a bigger body, uh, that group is going to have to, you know, play physical in the run game, set the edge uh, and try to keep uh, Tennessee from being able to get to the edge where, you, you know, where they can get Derrick Henry uh, to the second level because, yeah, he's hard enough to bring down, and if he gets a crease and he gets open space or he gets to the edge, uh, that challenge gets even more difficult. And, of course, got Baron Browning, another edge rusher, nursing a hip injury. Hackett said he's day-to-day. -day. I talked to him in the locker room today. He said he heard it 
in weeks in week six. You know, tried to play through it in week seven, didn't really work out. He could not play in week eight in London. The bye has helped, but still he is day to day. He's working over on the side field along with Justin Simmons, who also has a knee sprain. So that's also a concern for the Denver defense as you're going against this Tennessee offense. Again, this is the first Orange podcast sponsored by BetSafe Colorado, co.betsafe.com. Don't miss out on all the action. Get in the game with BetSafe Colorado, the newest sports book in Colorado. There's nothing like riding with your favorite team and player all the way to a big win. Get off the sidelines and get in the game with BetSafe Colorado. Download the app to start playing today, and BetSafe will match your first deposit up to $500. Visit co.betsafe.com for terms and conditions. So back to the content here, Kyle Newman alongside Parker Gabriel, and we're talking about Derrick Henry in this run game, and of course that front is going to be critical. Deshaun Williams, DJ Jones, Draymond Jones, who, of course, has been playing out of his mind. Yep. And let's talk about Draymond Jones for a second before we circle back to Deshaun and what he has to say about containing King Henry. You caught up with him in the locker room today, and he's been on a tear. And now with Chubb gone, he kind of knows, hey, he he's the next one maybe to get paid on this Denver defense. What was your impressions and takeaways from that conversation that you had with him? Yeah, Draymond's a blunt guy, and he, he's an honest guy is what it seems like. And so, you, you know, you always appreciate uh, his willingness to sort of talk about stuff like that. And he said, you know, yeah, it's it's clear when a guy like Bradley Chubb gets traded that that probably frees up money. And, and, and Draymond, I don't think it's any secret, he's high on the list of, of guys that – that Denver uh, wants to have around here and, and he's in a contract year. And so those conversations are going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, and I, I just asked him, you know, what he, he thought of his standing in, in the fran- within the franchise, especially because George Payton called him a core player last week. And his response was, I'm just, I'm Draymond in year four. That, that's what I am. Um, and he was asked if he wanted to be here long-term. And he said, his quote was, I'm here right now. Um, and and I, I don't I mean, I don't take that as he wants to leave necessarily, but more just he's a practical guy and and he's not going to say anything that gives the impression that he's interested in taking a hometown discount or, you know, the team that drafted me discount. Um, he's he's going to get paid a lot of money uh, after this season. It will probably be with the Broncos, um, but but he's going to get as much as he can, as he should, obviously, um, in, in those negotiations as they unfold uh, over the next couple of months. And this is the First Norns podcast sponsored by BetSafe Colorado, co.betsafe.com. So one last note on Derrick Henry, who has five straight 100-yard games coming in to this week, including a 200-yarder against Houston a couple weeks ago. He has 870 yards already on the season. Here's Deshaun Williams talking with Parker Gabriel about what it's going to take to contain King Henry and the Titans rushing attack. Take a listen in. He's a great running back. There's no sugarcoating it. You know, um, just overall, man, that team is a representation of that coach, you know, blue-collar guy, you know, um, just really just hats to the ball. You know, one guy, you know, is not going to tackle him, you know, and that's that's right. So, like, he's put it on tape. You know, he's a great running back. Um, So, really just population to the ball, man, just – there's no one guy, you know, just hold on for their life, and the next guy just come on, just as many bodies we can put on them, man, because, you know, you might stop them, you know, the first quarter or so, but it's a four-quarter game. So, you know, facing a guy like that, you got to be 
gap integrity, know the call, don't do nothing out of the call, just just play ball, man. But it's a great challenge for sure. There's not many teams that are going to hand the ball to the same guy 25, 30 times in the league anymore. Do you sort of like yeah. relish the opportunity to of that challenge to play against a team that's sort of unique and how yeah. they're going to attack you? Yeah, it's very rare that a lot of teams, you know, still getting that eye formation, 13 personnel still run the balls that many times, like 40 times a game as they have to. But, you know, it's it's, it's a challenge for sure. You know, it's you win and lose in the trenches, and it's one of the games if you're going to win and lose, depending on how we play in the trenches. So it's a great challenge, man, for a great team. You know, the, we know that they're upset of the game they just played. Um, they felt like they should have won, and, you know, it was a great game to watch, and we know we're going to get their best shot. So we got to, coming off a of bye, man, we got to make sure all our P's and Q's are on point, man, to go against a great team like that. Again, that was Deshaun Williams, Broncos defensive lineman in the locker room here today on Wednesday out in Dove Valley, midweek here in week 10 as the Broncos really facing a must-win against the Titans here and going forward these next few weeks as they're trying to claw back into the playoff picture, just 8% chance to make the playoffs as it currently stands per 538. So we'll see if the Broncos can increase those odds with a win over the Titans this week. And key here, as we'll discuss on the first Orange Pod presented by BetSafe Colorado, is that offense carrying some momentum into the game against the Titans. Russell Wilson talked about today, hey, we made some big plays at the end of that game against the Jags to win the game. It looked bleak there for a sec. They came out, got the big play to Hamler, ended up scoring, and they got the win. How can they carry that momentum here against the Titans? Yeah, I think a lot of the, you know, when you talk about momentum, it's just about having that good feeling and that belief that you're going to make the play um, when you really need to. There's been some times that they went down and scored against San Francisco um, to take the lead in that game and win that game. And it didn't like, it didn't translate right to sustained offensive success after that. So you've got to keep doing it in order for, you know, doing it against Jacksonville to really count and be the start of, of something substantial. But at the same time, like you saw some of the ingredients, I think, that Denver's going to have to rely on over the course of the second half. They got Greg Dulcich involved. They got, like, as you said, Kyle, the big play to KJ Hamler. Those two guys sort of working together um, on one side of the field. You know, KJ Hamler has created a lot of the space uh, with his speed that Greg Dulcich has benefited from so far as he's made some plays here in his first few games. Then if a defense has to, feels like they have to pay a little more attention to Dulcich, Mike Rabel, Tennessee's head coach, he brought up Greg Dulcich unprompted today uh, when we talked to him this morning as a guy that has sort of helped them in the vertical passing game. So it all works together. The more you get those two guys involved, the more you get Jerry Judy involved, uh, the easier life gets for Cortland Sutton, who's been pretty well blanketed the last few weeks. And so that's sort of the – not only did they mount three long scoring drives and get a touchdown drive at the end of the game, but it's, it's that spot where – you feel like maybe they've figured out a little bit of if we've got to spread the ball around, we've got to get some different guys involved and then and then see if you can make some plays from there. Of course, Parker, the Achilles heels, third down percentage, 29.2%, 31st in the league, next to last, and then dead last in red zone percentage at 35%. Got to get better there if they're going to get back in the playoff picture. Yeah, not only is 29.2% the second worst in the NFL, but the – Carolina is even worse so far this year, but there's only been three teams in the last decade in the NFL that have finished a full season with a worse third down conversion rate than that. So it's got to get better. I mean, you see it. This is part of the boomer bust nature of Denver's offense so far. It's, it's obviously been more bust uh, than boom, but 
when they get that sort of first first down, then they can play with a little bit of tempo if they want. They tend to, you know, put a good drive together. But there's been a lot of three and outs, and they just have not been able to get out of their own way uh, on third down. And so, like you said, I mean, that they've they've got to be at least up probably around 40% or something like that if they want any chance of beating Tennessee. And given the caliber of teams they're playing down the stretch here, um, if they want to really, you know, win, frankly, any of the games left on their schedule. Of course, question marks in the backfield with injuries to Javante Williams, season-ending ACL, Mike Boone, it's about an IR, nursing ankle injury. Broncos are 20th in rushing yards per game at 108.4. This is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by BetSafe Colorado and the Denver Post. Appreciate you tuning in. Again, BetSafe Colorado, co.betsafe.com. Everyone has a pregame superstition or pregame ritual. Let BetSafe Colorado be yours. BetSafe Colorado is the newest sportsbook in Colorado and the exclusive club for passionate gamers and bettors across the state. Download the app to start playing today, and BetSafe will match your first deposit up to $500. Visit co.betsafe.com for terms and conditions. So round out the show here, prediction time. Broncos 3-5 and five heading into this one. I picked the Jags uh, last game. You picked the Broncos, right, I believe. So you came out on the good end of that one. I'll go first again here. I'm picking against the Broncos again. I think the Titans are going to run through them and get it done with the running game and the, and the offense just is not going to have enough pizzazz. They're going to get Greg Dolchitz involved a little bit more, but it's just not going to be enough. I got Titans 21, Broncos 17, and another 100-yard performance from King Henry. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm, probably not surprisingly, I'm right in the same realm as you there, Kyle. I'm, I'm, I'm picking Tennessee. Neither of these teams has scored more than 24 points in a game this season, and so you expect it to be low scoring, and just the fact of the matter is – Tennessee has had more success winning those type of low-scoring games. They're five and three. Uh, Denver's three and five. And you just figure that at the end of the day, if you're in a sort of, you know, muddy, knockdown, dragout type of game, that having that run game and being able to re- rely on that and having a, a sort of more of a culture and more of an identity built, this is the kind of game where that sort of thing pays off. And so, yeah, I'm I'm right with you. I've got uh, Tennessee twenty to seventeen over. And this has been the First Orange Podcast presented by BetSafe Colorado, co.betsafe.com. Appreciate you tuning in to today's show. Kyle Newman alongside Parker Gabriel. Head to denverpost.com slash Broncos for continued coverage of the team. Moving into the Week 10 game in Nashville, Broncos-Titans. Appreciate you listening in to the show. Until next time, folks, take it easy.